There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense But we are a sub-science here to make things make sense Today we're talking about electrolytes. What the heck are they? Should you be drinking them? Should you be having sports drinks? And we're going to talk about the impact of sodium and other electrolytes on your body, having too much, too little. But first, we're going to be talking about hunter-gatherers and some new research about uh, the dynamic between men and women in, in history, and also some new information about mosquitoes. Yeah, we're going to find out if we're going to absolutely cancel Gatorade today, because my information has confused me and I don't know where I fall and I think I might have completely changed my whole life. Okay. Hey, <laughs> <Okay>, little teaser. <laughs> also, okay, we have been gone for two weeks. We planned to be gone for one week, which because we were in Puerto Rico and it didn't just go because I'm obsessed with Bad Bunny, <laughs> although it was a perk. <laughs> um, but then Pride happened and we broke our brains. And, and we were also like, well, weeks. we're just going to work during Pride. <laughs> also, no, we also said in our last episode, we're going to do our annual <laughs> episode where we talk about how Pride broke our brains. And it broke our brains so hard that the day came to record and I actually was like, I'm so depressed can't. and I can't. We'll see. Pride no, is we bad. are old. Okay, no, no, okay. Pride is not Pride good is- for people our age. Be- well, I mean, we're still young, but I mm. it has an impact <laughs> on me. No, I just hate being like, I'm so old when there's like it, okay. people who are older, so, you know? Have you ever heard of them? What'd you say? <laughs> there are people who are older than us. Yeah, I know. And every time I see them, I'm like, sucks to be you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not no. ages. Yeah, you got to love old people. We're I, all gonna be I truly do. Every time an older person says anything, I'm like, why smart? Oh, the <laughs> cutest man came up to me today and was like, I love your dog. I used to have a gold and it was the best experience of my life. But the <gasps> worst day of my life was when he died. Oh my God. Is what he told but me. But that is wisdom. And that yeah, is and worth Yeah, and it was very sweet. We chatted yeah. for like maybe 10 minutes. And, and then you're like, away. he was actually 22. He just was aging really <laughs> bad. Okay, but the... um. Thing about Pride in Toronto, which is where we live and partake, one of the best prides in the world. Have I been to any others? No. <laughs> <laughs> but there's truly millions of queer people here. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. The parties are insane. But this year, they're like, okay, we're going to go ahead and start a day earlier. So mm-hmm. Wednesday, the pressure starts to go out. Yeah. Until Sunday when the actual parade is, which at which point your brain is broken and this, the pride parade is for straight people who haven't pri- <laughs> partied for five days. <laughs> but it was just like the length of it, the lack of sleep. Literally Friday night, we got home at four or five mm-hmm. and we had to be at a like a lunch lunchtime event pre-drink at noon. And to I remember go to an afternoon party under a highway under the gardener <laughs> which was actually familiar. extremely magical party but um <laughs> there was like a full ass like choir like glee ass choir that like made me cry and i was like i love i pride. was gone by then yeah mitch was like mm, i'm smart but truly woke me up at 11 a.m and we're like greg greg like we have to be there by noon and i like remember hopping out of bed like still drunk being like okay let's go and like showered and then like how to drink by noon. Like it's scary. It is. And it's the only time in the whole year where I will like maybe party or drink more than one night in a row at this age. I'm like, it's not good. But then on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday of the following week, it is like, you're just, you can feel it that much longer. So this is Friday and I fully, I only felt normal yesterday. Yeah, I felt normal yesterday and I weirdly feel not normal today. Yeah, but it's because you threw your back out. Okay, fine. You have to remember that. I didn't but, throw it out. I just like a to- totally different new part of my back decided to like do something funny. And it is crazy how you like abolish your brain and you think you're above it. And like on Tuesday, I'm like, I hate everyone the world's on fire. Everything's dying. I'm like, it's not because of pride. Like, you're like, it's, I'm like, it's not because of my like lack of sleep this weekend drinking. It's because the world's actually hell. Yeah. And we like, said going out of the weekend, we were like, 
all sad emotions aren't real until the end of this week. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Like going out of the partying, it's like if you're feeling down, depressed, anxious, like just remember it's just your body's lack of being able to create like positive chemicals. That's truly like my therapy that was on the Thursday of Pride. That's all she said to me for like half an hour. And I was like, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And then it came. And on Monday, like, it's like the world's awful and everything sucks. I wonder what our podcast would have said. It would have been 30 seconds. It would have been like, hey guys, so... We had a really rough weekend. <laughs> we just can't really do it. We maybe should have just released that. Yeah, because didn't you say one time like you were really sleep deprived at therapy and it was like the best therapy mm, session ever? It's changed my life. It was four <laughs> weeks ago. Because it like it allowed was, you to be emotional. I was like, fine, we're going to go there. Because I had no like barriers. Yeah. It's like John Early, this amazing comedian, once said, don't have a coffee before therapy. You know, it's true. Being sleep deprived, like not to like bing, bring up my big brother. Bing? I love Bing. Not my bring favorite bing. search engine. You know, my big brother experience. They don't do this anymore but they used to not give you a bedtime so i would just stay because you're stressed about not being the person who's asleep while everyone's strategizing good tv no i think they just now they've realized it's better for production if they also get no to i'm to saying bed. they were getting good tv oh, out of all the messed I've, up people i've never cried more in my life and it was like probably not there on you TV. go i because i was sleep deprived i felt so emotional and i remember being like this is so weird like Every little thing is making me want to cry. Having That's, breakdowns. Big Brother knows what they're doing. Yeah, well, they don't do that anymore. I That's don't think probably that, why I don't it got think worse. It was so intentional. It was more just like you get to go to bed when you choose to go to bed. And me as an anxious person who's like, well, I don't want to be oh. like asleep while everyone's strategizing. Because at night when people start to go to sleep is when you can have private conversations. Yeah. So I was like, I need to be the last one to go to bed. But then I would be like, I'm like malfunctioning in my brain. Yeah, I like turned on the zoom for therapy and just started crying and she was definitely like here we go she was probably like so happy she was like finally this like this freaking people pleaser is gonna like not have it in him to please me oh man but okay. i was fine puerto rico is an amazing place that we went because our friends the beaches to, yeah amazing beaches you google cool puerto culture. rico and they're like best beaches in the world and you're like okay you know it's google so you like can't know what that means and then you show up and you're like what the hell like every Every, every, like it, we, ha we would go to different beaches every day around crazy. the island. Crazy. They were like so stunning. Even from our, um, where we were staying, it was like a five minute walk to like the coolest beach where everyone was like, what's the word for flying? Like, what was that thing oh, they like were doing? Oh, like the kite kites. Like flying? they were like on like, like almost like wakeboards, but they had kites pulling them. I don't know what that's called. Also, I'm obsessed. Kiteboarding. With speakers and music at the beach always brought my speaker never needed to use it because everyone was playing bad bunny <laughs> in different it was like it was amazing we would like scooter around we'd be like, bad bunny like a song would like leave my ear and then a new one would start and it was like this is actually my heaven <laughs> and it's really cool and i highly recommend everyone going it cool was a place. fascinating place and i'd say the only thing to know is like it definitely isn't cheap because it's on the u.s dollar a lot of things are imported but it was because i was kind of like why cheap. we were just in Miami. it was cheaper oh than you're Miami. right you're right like, so i don't, don't mean that. i don't mean it like that i just mean because i kind of wondered like why don't i hear people being like like considering there's so many beaches and it's amazing maybe americans know more about it because it's like connected yeah, to america there was lots of tourism but I, I didn't feel like compared to when you hear like mexico or costa rica or panama or like a lot of the central american places or even other caribbean islands i don't hear as much well about going i to think rico. it could also do with the fact that those places have their own specific culture outside of america that's fair yeah like it's a very fascinating sorry place. i didn't mean to discourage anyone yeah yeah just, it was on the american dollar and as canadians that's painful sometimes yes <laughs> but it was like it was like we were in miami before because there was a layover and it was yeah, like way more insane how expensive yeah. that was so i'm just like it you're is right. cheaper you're right it's relative yeah. yeah and i think that when you go to a place like panama you're like okay even though america also obliterated oh yeah panama, the us dollar you can like use there as well that yeah, was a bad example that was a bad but, example. no yeah. but okay then i'm not going to use that example for what i'm trying to say if you go to costa rica if you go to mexico those countries have a definitive culture the reason puerto rico is so fascinating and also really intense and sad is it's like this insane colonial representation of america's like mm. power and they have american passports but they definitely have their own culture but it's not as obviously like oh i'm going mm. to jamaica or right. something like that yeah. it's like it, that's part of why i think it was so interesting but also mm -hmm. why it's a challenging place and it's like america's crazy mm -hmm. anyways hot take crazy america crazy, crazy. <laughs> okay so oh, what did we learn this week well, i jumped the gun sorry no that was good i was like what i was trying to say um yeah we're okay to move on sorry i just hit that because i thought yeah we i'll talk like about finished. mosquitoes because okay. we were there mosquitoes there i got a lot of mosquito bites yeah or like <laughs> i got none Ding. yeah okay so this is a new study about uh 
mosquitoes. I dropped the mic. Go to bed. <laughs> um, okay, so they released 22 mosquitoes, which I still think is funny. It's like, that's not very many. Into that's crazy. A, How do you even track 22? Do they like, put little vests on them and like keep track I of them? write that wrong? Like, is it 22,000? <laughs> 2, but anyways, um, in a... It says cage, but I assume it was glass because, again, they would go out of a cage. But, like, uh, maybe it could be, like, a screen door kind of cage. You know how mosquitoes can't get Oh, true. They're, like, really <laughs> tiny <laughs> chain mail. So then they had cameras to watch them, and they put aluminum foil pads around, which were heated to the temperature of human skin. Okay. And they were attracted to those pads. So it's like, okay, mosquitoes heat. attracted to the heat of okay. our bodies. Then they had some of the pads connected to rooms where six different people were sleeping and releasing CO2 out of the pads and found that certain people's CO2 that they released would have certain compounds that would attract the mosquitoes. So if they released carboxylic acid, mosquitoes would go. If they released another um, compound from their breath called eucalyptol, that was a repellent, mosquitoes wouldn't go near that. So again, it's showing you that like we do all have our own versions of attractive and repelling to mosquitoes. Ugh. I happen to repel. I have white privilege. I have privilege I, out of my goddamn yin-yang. Uh, I just remember, I think in my more recent, like what you learned this week about mosquitoes, they're like on the cusp of releasing like a new repellent yeah, that is isn't more deep. related to this. Yeah, it's not D and they think it's like so much more effective and I'm just keeping like, please, I'm desperate for it because I, when we were there, yeah, like, even even the sand fleas, there was one beach like at um, the sunset. Like the whole time it was fine, but then they all started like jumping on us. And I got so many bites. But yeah. like, and our one other friend did as well. But I feel like you hardly had any. I got bites, but I am like, what is wrong with me? Like I would just be like, oh, I got bit, cutie, cutie. And then I'd like, but, they don't itch. But the following days, you would look at my legs. and I'd No, I like, know. I truly have like but 100 I also, bites. But I also felt the bites all over. And then I'd look and then be like, there's, there's nothing no there. mark. It's That's like, why I think maybe I also have, sometimes I say like you could have more of an allergic reaction. Yeah. to the bites themselves where some people might just get the bite and not be bothered and by it was it. truly Puerto Rico most gorgeous sunsets ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was just like taking photos of them while you all like ran away in pain and I was like I am so lucky because <laughs> I just was like able to enjoy the sunset mm-hmm. and there were so many birds eating the insects which were also really cool laughing gulls amazing oh yeah they're they so cute. make hilarious noises <laughs> or what do they do they <laughs> laugh they're like ha 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 or maybe that was just my friend <laughs> laughing. No, yeah. No, when you hear them, you're like, oh, that is laughing. But in this moment, I'm like, I cannot mimic it. And they have striking black heads. They're so cool. Yeah. Although I bet like to everyone in Puerto Rico, they're like, that's what you think is interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whenever someone travels to, like and sees squirrels in Ontario, well, not Ontario, but Canada, you know, if you're there's from- really cool turns there too. Remember those like tar- the sea yeah, like turns. It is so fun to go to another country and see an animal that could be so normal to everyone there. And you're just like, that is, is mythological. Yeah. <laughs> like the tapirs. Remember? In Costa Rica. Yeah. yeah. There's so many animals that like wasn't that. That wasn't normal to them, was it, though? Because we were, like, in the middle yeah, of the jungle. Yeah, not that that's just, like, roaming their cities. Yeah. But I feel like if you grew up there, you probably know what that is. I was like, I literally don't know what this is. So parrots are, like, taking over the world because they're getting really good at, like, digesting garbage. And I they're going to say talking. They're tricking humans. <laughs> <laughs> but I just read an article about how, like, parrots are taking over all the cities. <clears throat> but whenever I, like, when we were in Colombia and saw parrots, we were like, yeah. Even in remember in Miami, have, we saw so many yeah. parrots. We're like, oh my god! I bet that people there are like they're raccoons <laughs> or whatever. Okay, so this week I learned that the long-held belief that men hunted and women foraged can be officially busted. Um, and I know in the past you kind of talked about how gathering is actually the way that humans got most of their calories. It was most of their caloric intake caloric from nuts intake. and berries. Yeah. And stuff. yeah, which is interesting in the first place. But this new research was like tackling this idea of like who hunts in a tribe or in a community. Um, and basically the ultimate answer was 80% of hunter-gatherer societies, which they were calling foraging societies, 80% of them had women who were hunting alongside of men as well. Huh. Like it was not this thing that yeah, was distinctly Yeah, I remember discreet. that was also the book that told me the cal- caloric intake thing also talked about that. Yeah, and it's like, it's interesting to just like break down this idea of like, even they were saying like so historically, like they went back through these studies that were obviously through the lens of men that would go to these tribes and only like follow the men. And that's why they were like, the men are the ones who hunt or they'd find like bones and like a, it would be someone with a weapon. They'd be like, that's a man. And then later they'd do like DNA tests and be like, that was a woman. Um, <laughs> and so they had like looked at thir- 391 foraging societies that are existing today, but talked to them about like their oral histories as well as. You mean hunter gathering pa- society. Yeah. They, they call foraging. them, they call them foraging societies. Oh. That means, 
means hunter. I think maybe that's a more scientific. That's term. probably them realizing like the they mostly day. forage and occasionally they get a rabbit. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like the studies would always say foraging societies, but cool. then sometimes they would clarify with that with like societies that hunt and forage. Their yeah. Um, and basically, yeah, it was like yes, there's variability across cultures. Different communities do different things, but like oftentimes there would be women who were hunting on their own alongside men using different forms of weapons and traps and stuff. So it's just like, okay, that's cool. It challenges some gender stereotypes. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. But I, also it's like, oh yeah, it's like, yeah, we know. Yeah, but we didn't know. I mean, Sorry. like, you know, and I think, <laughs> I think most people know, who, most people but, who like look and under and study in this field have known for like many decades that that's likely the case. But I just, think the greater population, they were, this study was also highlighting like museum exhibits and lots of things that depict hunting oh God, always know. use male figures. Ugh, so like it was like 80, I'm making up this number, but it was like 80% of like figures in these situations are shown as men. I think this is, this goes to my F45 theory, which is about how like, yeah, I challenge any man to go to f45 which i did for one year and just like the girl you it's like circuit <laughs> training and then the girl so like strong. the like girly P, the pr girly who's next to me who's like training for war will do the exercise with like a 25 pound weight and sh she truly will look absolute like like not even bringing a sweat not even bringing a sweat <laughs> like like just like a little like ceo who's just like when she leaves that day, you're like, oh, you're so cute and petite. She'll do the exercise with the 25 pound dumbbell and then I will go lift it and be like, oh my God, <laughs> drop it. And then I'll go to like 10 pound and be like, that girl is jacked. Yeah. She's so strong, but physically her arm does not look like my arm. Mm -hmm. It's a physiological thing. And I think that guys are so dumb and they're so obsessed with male Big bodies. Strong. Yeah, exactly. And they like look at their body and they like all guys in the gym. I'm like, everyone here is gay, even though they're just like male athletes. Cause they're like <laughs> looking at that other man's bicep mm -hmm. and they're like, he could hunt a, the most insane gazelle. <laughs> but then beside him is this like absolute jacks girl who just physically doesn't look as big mm -hmm. but the weights that she's lifting are insane i see it all the time yeah and the the like crazy jacks guys at the gym are just it's just humans are so simple and it's just that like their arms are just bigger but it doesn't mean that they're stronger okay yeah. and that pr girly and hunting ability is not necessarily to do with strength exactly humans and like that pr like girly smart. in the past would have definitely killed three gazelles while the oaf who everyone's looking at beside them at Planet Fitness or whatever would have like tripped and fallen and been like, I can't hunt. I mean, speaking of hunting, they must have been losing lots of electrolytes. Oh. Okay, time to move on. Yeah. Time to take a break. And then we're going to come back and we're going to chat about electrolytes. Study time. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Study time, study time. So we're talking about electrolytes, which to me, I think of like Gatorade and Powerade, but they're actually <laughs> important like parts of your body. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. important is a... <laughs> We're just actually naming them. K. Yes. Yeah. 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 Potassium. <laughs> sodium. But so they're like, you know, there's a wider definition of electrolytes that is out of the context of what most people, th it is still related to the thing that most people think about. It's really just like something that produces ions in a solution. Is in water. <laughs> yeah. So like in water, they become like either positive or negative. So picture like sodium Na with a plus symbol, like mm -hmm. calcium, Potassium, these things that you most likely consume through food, 
But the way that people think about electrolytes a lot of the time is like through hydration, dehydration. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are actually just like essentially ions in your body that are very important for like muscle function, nervous function. Um, they keep you hydrated. They balance your pH. So it is just like a nutrition based like um, word, overarching word for a bunch of things. And if you're in the hospital, they're going to be like measuring your electrolyte levels, and it's going to be a big part of your yeah. physiology. Sodium is like the one we hear most about. And ultimately, they're just salts like that are essential for your body. But I'll talk a little bit at the end about like the impact of sodium and how that's the one that we tend to like over consume. But some people need more of it. So it's like kind of like the most contentious one. But in general, they are like salts in your body that help to keep balance of systems like of nerves like you said and you do lose electrolytes through sweating through urine Mm -hmm. through diarrhea and vomiting which is why sometimes if you're sick like maybe someone looking after you will be like have a gatorade Mm -hmm. because you're like vomiting or like getting rid of too many of these electrolytes well what what is your relationship with something like gatorade oh my god i was like to me it's coca-cola I was never allowed. And I remember like post soccer games, like does Coke own Gatorade? Do you think? Yeah, for sure. If you go up high enough, Coke owns everything. Coke owns the U S army. Um, but if you like finished a soccer game, you know how there'd be like Mm -hmm. some, my family would be very much like, here's cut up oranges. And I'd be Mm -hmm. like, I'm so sorry team. Whereas like other parents would be like, would bring Gatorade for everyone. Well, no. Okay. Yes, one I remember one Whoa. family. I remember that was my first relationship with like I think it was Powerade because that has that nozzle that you have to like suck dick to get it out. Uh, Do you know like what I mean? The little like rubber thing that you're like, yeah, it's literally like, you like you're like, okay, well, that's where I learned to <laughs> suck dick. But it was like oh it was that one, which isn't Gatorade. That's Powerade. I think. I mean, yeah, I don't think Gatorade has that, but I don't know. Gatorade to me has not the suck dick nozzle, and it's a Wait, little. Wait, now more I'm picturing two different kind of suck dick nozzles because one's just a twist top, but is that Gatorade? That's Gatorade. Okay, whereas the like, other one has like the like suction. Yeah, thing. I think okay. the first time I ever had a sports drink was Powerade, and it was suck dick, and it was squeeze hard, and then like back of my throat, like. Because <laughs> also, definitely Gatorade has like normal twist tops as yes. well. You mean Powerade? No, I mean Gatorade. Like oh. sometimes it's just a twist top and now it's like Yeah, I think it usually is. A bottle of water. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. To me, Powerade is the like intense suck one. <laughs> Whereas Gatorade is screw the top and it's like, I'd rather have that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I remember the first time I had it and I think it was a post-soccer game. Like everyone got one and I was like, this is so fun. We just got a pop after a game. But I think the right. parent in the parents' mind, they're like, we're hydrating all the kiddos. Yeah. I've like sincerely for a long time believed and we'll address if this is true or not like but anytime i've not not that i have gatorade or powerade or any sports drink often but i have been like oh i like worked out today like i'm allowed to have one or i should have one yeah interesting and i've actually not never like now in my adult life life i've questioned it and looked into it um especially today but for a long time i just was kind of like the marketing is really strong yeah are you kidding those gatorade ads where they would sweat like orange Mm -hmm. on like sexy (laughs) bodies i was like i want that yeah but i also just remember as a kid after soccer games other kids getting a gatorade and my parents giving me water and then kind of being like you just need water like kind of telling me like that gatorade over there is is like a pop but then it's like my science is a little contradictory to okay, my parents. Interesting. Because mine's kind of like a little in line with your parents. Interesting. So like, so maybe there's a little bit of a, a middle ground here. Controversial <laughs> subject and the facts can be tense. Okay. So maybe we are going to fight. Yeah. And I definitely smell the garbage and I think it's just our garbage. Oh. Okay. Okay. So I don't know. If I were like, what is that? It's like, no, we need to it's put our out garbage our garbage. Bin. And it's like there's <laughs> like a bunch of Powerade bottles spilling out. Um, and then, okay. So... I'm going to start talking about mine. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Because it's like, it made me want to drink sports drinks. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. And it's from last year. It's from through the pandemic. Sure it wasn't recent. sponsored by No, it wasn't. Okay, Inc. so. Beverages. Oh, wow. That's a clever name for their overall company. Sports drink. D-R-I-N-C period. Sports D R I N C period. Sports like, you drink. Know, incorporated. Sports oh, I drink. To be fair, I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's way cooler than a Q. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so beverages contribute 80% of your total water intake in a day. Say that again. Sorry, I'm still on sports drink. What beverages? What? You're like, I created a monster. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, someone's going to steal that. <laughs> 
Beverages contribute 80% of the total water intake in a day. Including just water? Yeah, just but I kind of thought, you know, you get so much from food. I thought it was more, and it kind of made me be Considering like, how much water you drink? It made me think I should drink more. Water? I don't drink that much water. You drink like seven water. liters of water a day. Okay, that is like... Okay, I start crying. What do you... <laughs> Ah, um, okay. What? Why is that making me feel so weird? No, I don't drink seven liters drink of water a day. More water than anyone I've ever met in my life. No, you just don't drink enough, my friend. And wow, we're arguing. Okay, <laughs> like you thought we wouldn't. No, I think I drink. I always at night. I'm like, damn it, I didn't drink enough. At night, when you drink right before bed, I'm like, that is poison before bed because I'm gonna have to get up 17 yeah. times to pee. I now try so hard to do three hours before bed not drinking water. Yeah, I try that too, but I can't. But I then, I, then if I if I start too early, then right before bed I'm so thirsty that I'm like, I have to. My mouth is so yeah. dry. I need like, and then I'll go. I just need one sip. Maybe just that's when you need sip, it. And then I chug so much. Maybe water. that's when you need a Powerade or a Gatorade. Well, okay, so okay, let me talk about my thing. yeah talk. <laughs> side note. So yeah, literally side note. We're just we just start going off about pride. Okay. So there's a beverage hydration index, which assesses the hydration potential of a liquid compared to water when a person's mm. at resting state. For how hydrating it is. Yes. Okay. And so they use, um, they study your urine, they study your body mass index, and they like essentially are able to figure out how hydrating a liter of this liquid that they give to these participants is. But okay. they use BHI across a lot of things. There was some arguments about whether BHI even like works as a measurement because it's so hard. It's like Yeah, but uh, presumably at the like base sickness of it, it's like how much goes in, how much comes out. Yeah, and also there's just like truly I need more water than you because I sweat like a banshee. Yeah, you've got like, like an f- internal furnace. That's why I'm like back to the mosquitoes attracting to heat. I feel like you're always warm. Maybe I'm too hot. Yeah, they're like, that's they're like, fire. That is like a literal like <laughs> moose that's dying and so we don't want to go near that. <laughs> Anyways, so they f- like past studies have found that adding electrolytes to water does increase your BHI, which is your beverage hydration index. Okay, so the more electrolytes in the water the more likely you are to actually absorb the water. Yes, but it was so like all over the place about how much of that sodium needs to be in the water. So for example, a lot of sports drinks will have like 20 millimoles of sodium, which is not enough to be Uh better than water. Pedialyte, which, mm, yeah, people use that. It's like a little powder you can put in your Okay, yeah, I wanted to pretend that I knew what that was. But I, I I've never, I mean, maybe I've had it, but I feel like people around me have been like, oh, do you want some? I think you can also squirt it sometimes. You know, sometimes you like get a power aid, like a suck dick power. Yeah, aid. but like from a little one into a big oh, one. Oh, yeah. Like okay. a flavored drink. But I feel like Pedialyte's normally a little powder. So that has 45 millimoles of sodium, like per okay. whatever the unit is. Just essentially sodium. meaning more. And they have found that there is actually a higher um, beverage hydration index from that one. But, but not. is it so? It's just sodium or is there. This other? is talking about just sodium. Okay. But like, okay, so then. Then there's also this thing called an oral rehydration solution, which is like more medical and you can like buy them in like pharmacies mm. and stuff that has 75 millimoles of sodium. And so their theory is that that's going to make you absorb even more water. Okay. So they're saying the sports drinks though, like a lot of them might not have enough. Right. To really make a difference. So then they were like, okay, let's make this study. But the thing is that they found that there has been like new research about how amino acids like glutamine and alanine, if you add those two electrolyte drinks, they actually in your small intestine help you absorb electrolytes and water. So there's okay, so like the common in the same way that like vitamin D helps absorb calcium, like there's like interactions yes. between things that are seemingly somewhat unrelated but actually help each yeah. other. And so like some new sports drinks, this could be your one DRINC dot incorporated, <laughs> like are now doing that. They're putting in like carbohydrates and I and see. these specific proteins. So this study looked at uh, people drinking just water. Water with just electrolytes, water with carbs and electrolytes, and water with uh, like alanine. And oh yeah, Gatorade has a part that says like carbs, like this many carbs yeah. to help you. And it's like, whatever. And sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. You're like that's a carb. And so then they did this beverage hydration index and found that the BHI was higher than water with electrolytes in okay. it, just electrolytes. It was higher than water with electrolytes and the proteins, and higher than water with the carbs and the proteins. All those versions were higher were, than just water. Yes. They absorbed, this was one liter of water with those things. They absorbed them and they had less bloating than when they just drank water. So there was like actually a physiological, just like overall feeling better 
but the just electrolytes, like without the carbs and without the proteins had the highest like BHI and also made them feel the least bloated. So it was actually kind of being like, like it's more hydrating. Do you know? Yeah. Like what? Like, do they really explain why? Cause I like, I'm going to go into a little bit of like why having what having too little or too much sodium does on the extreme ends. Obviously I'm assuming this is falling within sort of like quote unquote healthy ranges. of. It was healthy. So, okay. So they had like a bunch of, it's a university where they had a bunch of students. It was during COVID and anyone with any like infection, any sort of like, indication that they were unhealthy in any way were out of there's so many people ended up not being in the study there was what i'm kind of wondering is like were there diets outside of this controlled because obviously everyone consumes overall a different salt and not that this is that much salt you're putting in your body but like um you know what i mean like if you have a low level of salt intake versus a high surely like consuming more or less electrolytes will have a different yeah they like that was like you know like in the methods it goes on and on like fair there was like 400 people down to 72 because someone was like obese someone was like like had hypertension someone Mm. like they were trying to get rid of all these other variables yeah to end up with these people who were seemingly a similar type of health but like you're right like these people might have like been very healthy or maybe like just got back from the gym. They never really talked about that because they can't necessarily control that. Yeah. Fair. And it was they're during just... COVID people were doing these things like at home. Right. So they're just asking them about it. They're like, how much liquid did you pee out? No, no, sorry. <laughs> they, they were doing like this specific, like pre-survey and a lot of stuff at home. And then okay. they would go into the lab and like wear a mask. Blah, okay. blah, blah. But I'm just saying like it, it wasn't necessary. There were other protocols they probably would have taken like maybe blood tests and all these other things that yeah. they had more time. Okay. So it wasn't like a perfect study, but the end of the study was just like obviously water on its own is great and the cheapest and like the definitely like the most like and for the most part people get salt from lots of other areas in their life that it's like okay fine you're getting an electrolyte in the thing but like you could be getting that from a fruit or vegetable or like meat or yeah any other yeah (laughs) like a chip totally (laughs) but it was just sort of like this sports drink that had enough sodium in it. It was a higher level one. It wasn't like, it was like 45 millimoles. Like they, they absorb more water. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, the that's cool. Be all end all. Like I think whatever. like I'll jump to sort of like, um, like you want to call them power drinks. Um, what are we calling them? Sports, sports drinks. drinks. What's that thing again? <laughs> What's that word again? Sports. You What's know? that from? What's what that, that word again? <laughs> It's from the Little Mermaid Girl. Oh yeah, sports. Um, should we do a parody of sports? <laughs> okay, I'm not having it today. I'm sorry. <laughs> he just passes out. What I was going to try to say about sports drinks is I'll just jump to it now. Obviously, one of the biggest contentions is that there's like a ton of sugar in them, right? So when we're talking about like absorbing those salts and getting the electrolytes, the risk is that you're like over-consuming something that's actually not, you don't really need more sugar for the most part. there is sugar in Gatorade. Yeah, you can get like lower sugar An versions. An aspartame version. Yeah, but like the regular version of Gatorade or Powerade is going to have, I don't know, like 20, 30 grams of sugar or something like that. Um, and obviously that's refined sugar. It's different than having a fruit that has sugar but has lots of fiber and things like that so it's it's like one of those trade-offs where you're like okay you might have worked out for an hour but now you might have just eaten that amount back in sugar which i know is not always the point you're not always just trying to like burn calories yeah yeah and like but most of the things i come across are like these drinks like gatorade are literally designed for athletes yeah like it's truly for people who play hours and hours of sports or like run marathons yeah. because not only can they afford to take in like the extra calories and their body wants the accessible like glucose and stuff right away in that form of carb, but they actually are probably low on salts in a way that it would be useful to consume all at once versus an average person who might just like work out for an hour who in the rest of their day, they're going to get enough electrolytes from just like their regular diet. This study was saying that like, yeah, so you would maybe absorb more water with water and electrolytes mixed. But then at the end they were saying the only time you would ever need a sports drink is if you've ever done extraneous activity for more than an hour. Yeah. And then I kind of was looking at different studies that seemed to be like the threshold, like more, more than, than an hour of strenuous activity. And you might need and a probably Gatorade. like cardio activity yes. activity yeah, where yeah. you're sweating. Like, of yeah. course you can sweat from strength training if you're like pushing yourself. But I imagine like they're, they're 
like this is more like if you're sweating for an hour. Not the way I work out. I'm like I lift one no. weight and then I like go I on my yeah. and I go on Instagram <laughs> for ten minutes and I'm like, well, the muscles have to recuperate. I lift another weight and then I never break a sweat. Yeah, and it's like I'm not gonna go get a Gatorade now. In fact, I probably should like. I pass out. <laughs> What's happening to us? <laughs> I was gonna say I probably should like drink water, and it's like yeah, doy. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Okay, well, I want to talk a little bit about just sodium in general. And I don't know if you'll have the answer to my question that comes out of this. I always do. It's related to your study, but a lot of people wonder, okay, on average, like most people in America at least overconsume sodium. So the recommended amount is like 2,300 milligrams a day. It's yeah, like the average American, and this is probably Canadian as well, but I'm just using an American stat. So it's is like, like 3,400 milligrams a day or something like that. So it's like, why would I ever need a sports drink kind of thing? In that sense, it's like, well, that is sodium. So maybe it's worth like, okay, maybe it's worth like, are there other electrolytes in these drinks, like more potassium and more, I don't know, like whatever else you might need. Um, but so I just wanted to explain why too much salt is bad and also why too little salt is bad. Yeah. Because okay. people on health kicks want to like cut out their sodium um, and there is like a risk of going too low. So when you have too much salt... Like normally your kidney filters water, it filters salts. It's trying to keep this balance between what's in your blood and then what's in your like cells of your body. There's this constant exchange of like water and salts and like a general concentration of salt that is healthy. So when you have like a lot of salts all at once or chronically, your blood basically fills up with salt, right? Like you eat lots of chips. Ew, I hate that. Yeah, you eat lots of chips. For example, I love chips. I have an addiction to them. Then all that salt can't be filtered fast enough by your kidney. So now your blood's just like sitting with lots of salt. Ew, in it. it's like soupy and thick. <laughs> well, not yet. It's about to be though. Because oh. then that salt, sodium, attracts water. So the, the blood goes uh, by all your cells. And those cells now are like, oh, all that sodium's there. The concentration's off and wants to like, not, it's basically getting attracted <laughs> and then diluting your blood. Yeah. But in that dilution, you're creating your more volume. cells are so your cells might be dehydrated a little. Yeah, I don't know if that's oh, true, but, but then it's this, really this, about blood the pressure. Blood volume. Your literal is vessels now have increased like water, Whoa. and now that increases blood pressure. And there's just like so much research over decades that we know the, there's yeah. an association with high blood pressure chronically, right? Obviously, high blood pressure like in a moment, like when you lift a weight, your blood pressure goes up really high. So it's not like these instances. And if you're having chips once in a while, your body can deal with. And this, this is hypertension vibes. So, for most people, <laughs> I will say from my research, it's like if you have hypertension or are predisposed to hypertension, this matters a lot. So this hypertension is like the literal tension under which your blood vessels are. Yeah, you're well. It's, yeah, it's like your body. So like. High blood pressure, hypertension are the kind of the same thing. Because and, the actual like lining of your blood vessels are like under more stress. Yeah. And, and I don't know that like there's different mechanisms that can affect like your cardiovascular health and there's different health outcomes from having high blood pressure. It's kind of an associative thing, you know, yeah. where they're like, we just know that when people have hypertension oh God, and high blood pressure, sick. it's smart <laughs> for them to lower their salt intake yeah. because that keeps their blood pressure high. And we know that people who have high blood pressure have different like risk of stroke and different risk of heart attack and different risk of just like death and things like that. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, there's like, okay, well what happens then if you don't have enough salt? So in this case, like people try to do like low salt diets. It's like then your neurons don't work. Well, that's the ultimate risk. But now picture your blood doesn't have oh. enough salt in it. Right. So the opposite. Now your cells are like more swelling. water in so there's more water to salt concentration. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your body, as a result, tries to get rid of water. Yeah. It's like, oh, we need to bring the water down so the concentration's yeah. right. So you piss, actually piss, start piss. dehydrating yourself. Whoa. And that can happen. Like, obviously, there's a slew of effects like you talked oh, about. that's when you need a Gatorade. Yeah. That's you, the, the argument. If your salt is too low. Yeah. yeah you're trying to bring up your concentration so then yeah. you're not getting rid of That's why water. there's a Nike ad of a marathon runner with orange sweat. Yeah. And it's like risky even for, this is called hyponatremia, um, which means like not enough <laughs> And that's very like salts. medical. Like I listened to a, a podcast about nurses on all this stuff and they like, we're all just talking about like how they balance electrolytes in like a person with an infection. 
yeah. in a hospital. Oh, like how they're you know, like hyponatremia their... happens a lot in hospitals. Yeah, like in settings where mm. people are like you know sick. Yeah, in the extreme case too, it can um, increase the size of your brain for Whoa. that same reason because the liquid in your cell in your blood wants to go into the cells where there's actually a higher concentration. Which is not good now. for me because my brain's already so big. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's another reason to know that big brains don't make people smart. In fact, in this case. It can shut your brain down. Yeah, my friend. Uh, yeah. So ultimately, like, that's why they give this, like, 2300 or, like, there's a range around that that's considered sort of, like, average healthy. But to be fair, there are some people that are, like, um, have, like, very, very low blood pressure that would be recommended to eat, like, way more salt. So Whoa. it's, like, obviously worth talking to your doctor because if you have low blood pressure. Slay all day to find out that's you and be that like, I guess I have to, to eat Some people, like, take pills and chips. stuff. Yeah. Um, but I guess what I was wondering, I was trying to figure out like the actual hydrating part of like, right. is it that it's going into your cells or is it just that it's keeping the gradient? Like when you take Gatorade. When you take, I love that. And I'm picturing like you're putting more salt into your blood. Yes, into your blood. Okay, well, let's do it all the way through. It goes into thine mouth, into thine stomach. I'm starting to be Right, because in the stomach, I said and in if the you have stomach. too much salt, you're actually sucking water into your blood vessels. But that's too much, right? Too much so my, salt, yeah. This is my ultimate guess. Obviously, it's hydrating if you're underhydrated. If you if you don't have an or sorry if you oh you've I know lost I think I know salt. I think I know the salt isn't there to be the gradient to take the water out of your blood into your cells. Say it one more time for me. The if you don't have enough salt in your body in your body or salts, for example, like calcium, all these things, it's not, there's not enough of it to create the gradient to bring the water into your cells out of the blood vessel. So you're just, it's just flowing through your body and then you're peeing it out. Whereas if you have enough salts in your blood, that's what's needed to create the like diffusion. Yeah. Of the I guess water ultimately what, what I did, like maybe I've answered my own question too, along with you is that when you, wow, well, I get no credit. No, I'm just going back to, although what I, I might before, be wrong. I'm just like like when you sure. have a low hyponatremia, your body tries to get rid of water. Yeah. So being under salted does dehydrate. You. Yeah. Cause you're just peeing it all out and they're not, they're not actually going into yourself. Yeah. But out of your um, blood. I don't know. I'm just screaming this now. Well, because ultimately people might be like, well, what, where's the salt going? And your, your um, sweat glands, it's like, when you're overheating, your sweat glands, like the salt gets released from the ion channels and goes to your sweat glands, which sucks moisture with it. And then the pressure builds up and releases that salty liquid, which is why your salt is sweaty, to the surface of your body. Hot. So you're like using salt to get water to the surface of your body. That's also why you sometimes see like some people are big salt sweaters after they, they sweat. Like you white. get big white lines on your shirt or on your hat or something. And everyone has oh, a different Oh, I got rate. that on my hat. Yeah. So, and run. everyone has a different rate of like how much salt their body excretes i sweat so, so much but sweat is different than salt sweat is what i'm saying no so i know like some people I, might need to reconsume more salt i sweat so much salt sweat from my head because my hats are all white i used to think i did and then recently i was like oh i don't actually have stains on these so no but i don't have stains on my clothes but i do on my hats hmm, maybe that i it's all wait, coming out of your shrunken brain wait but you <laughs> also have hats with white on them no offense but i've seen them oh i know but i just thought i thought it was more in the past oh what? what? You thought hat? you had white. What are you talking about? Your running hats. Which one? The ones that say like dog dad or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's white. It has yeah, white lines. The really dark one is. You're right. But I mean, I recently wear it I started too. I started running with a different hat and I was like, oh, it didn't get any salt. Well, take on a look on it today. It might be covered. It takes a while for it to like turn white. <laughs> Reveal itself. Whereas I don't get that on like my pits. Even though I sweat from my pits. I feel like my I feel like I salt sweat from my head. Yeah, me too. Is that normal? That's normal, I think. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Someone's like, no, you have a serious condition. <laughs> no, I think it's pretty common. Okay, ultimately to say, go back to sports drinks. Are they necessary is the question. And I think the answer is it will depend on the situation. If you are actually dehydrated and you've actually lost a lot of electrolytes, of course they're going to be useful. And it's like, useful. yeah, go off. If you just literally ran for an hour and a half, then go for it. Yeah. I just am but like, think how many people are the, doing that? And yeah, at the end of the day, for most people, you can replenish that salt through your regular diet. Also, there's a lot of studies on kids and how like kids shouldn't have sports drinks because it's like mm. not... Like this study of mine about sports drinks is all on adults and A, they haven't done very many studies on kids and they just think that kids is where 
it's just smarter to do water and food and stuff because they don't know and they're developing and it's like, what's the point? But also kids is where like the marketing works. Like huh. I don't And want it's like a- all these colorful drinks. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't, I've never wanted a Gatorade more than when I was 12 yeah. because it's, <laughs> it's light blue yeah. and it looks like a freezy. It's so it's like the vaping, like jeweling of our generation yeah, it's <laughs> for millennials. not as bad as vaping, but like. It is I just meant like the vape. colorful, yeah. like you know how they banned in Canada all the flavors of jewels because yeah. it was attracting kids, not adults. Yeah. Well, and it so, might have attracted adults, but and, you know what I mean. And I think that the marketing does like the one time I had my Powerade that gulped the back of my throat from a parent. You only got that one time? After soccer. Well, no, it's just the one that stuck and out. And then you were gay. <laughs> no, it just was like, remember like after soccer, maybe this was just like where I grew up, like every parent had to bring a thing. Yeah. That was like such a joyful time for me because I'd be like, Again, my parents brought orange slices. Yeah, so did mine, though. I'm just saying or some watermelon. would then bring the... Ep- Once it was like, you know those freezies that were like in like a really interesting mathematical shape. It was like a cone. In the boxes? Yeah. Oh, I like those. What were those called? What were so those good. called? But you like, like cut them? Yeah. yeah. But it's like my parents can't say no when the parents bring yeah. it for all the kids. My point was it was like always like, what did that parent bring? And today it's like, oh my God, slay. It's powering. <laughs> My point is that that idea... Meanwhile, you're like standing on the field the whole time, not even moving because <laughs> yeah, like, you hate sports. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I actually loved soccer because yeah. it felt like a little gay for some reason because it's like European. <laughs> um, but okay, so the like parents were probably thinking they were doing something really good by bringing us power. It's my point. The okay. advertising for kids is like if your kids, which most kids are running around all the time sweating, yeah. you can see why you're like, they need a Powerade. But this study I read was like, don't like hold off until they're fully developed. Just give them yeah, water fair. and food because and we don't our know. generation um, wasn't that concerned with sugary drinks at the time. It yeah. only happened sort of in our lifetime that like yeah. diet sodas became really popular yeah, because that's true. we were suddenly like, oh, sugar is like actually kind of bad for you if you have to weigh too much. Also, this is something that I've thought in my life because sometimes I will drink Gatorade hungover. That was very mm-hmm. university vibes, which also is a big part of one study that I read, which was like, you are dehydrated potentially after drinking because it's a diuretic makes you pee a lot. And because a lot of people don't drink water when they have a night of drinking, because they Mm -hmm. think, you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, I'm going to drink even more liquid. I just drink so much. So that is where the idea of like having a Gatorade could come. And in, in like in some arguments, it might, be helpful if you drink lots of water. Yeah, but there is a really good episode of Science Versus recently about um, hangover cures and myths, and they it, it's worth listening for anyone watching. But that's listening. about hangover cure, right? Isn't that what you're talking about? Well, I'm talking more, more about rehydration. It's not going to make you feel better. So what they were saying is dehydration from alcohol is much less than people realize. Than, and that like a single glass of water will hydrate you. Back. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. like, yes, you can get dehydrated, but ultimately like it's not that hard to rehydrate yourself a gatorade it's not hungover, the same as like being in the desert yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> a gatorade hungover is placebo for sure which is also italian yeah. for placebo and you know sometimes that's great that's all you need yeah i know something I, to make you feel yeah, soothed i definitely buy gatorades like in the past in my university era before a bender to be like i'm protecting myself tomorrow and i like buy them and then i think i'm helping and then it's like no, it is pretty wild that to this day there is actually not a hangover cure well, that's just like to me, like the laws of nature. It's like I know. You can't. But it is interesting because obviously there's just like millions upon millions of people who want it. Like the market's huge. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> truly like comes down to like physics. And it's why I think yeah, science is It's like there is a trade off. Trading tomorrow's the happiness laws of nature. for today. <laughs> yes, I do believe that. And even like with like dopamine and pain and pleasure, like I've been reading so many like different studies and books about dopamine and it's like. You actually, like the idea of like, you like the ups must come with downs. Mm-hmm. is like physiological. It's like, they're starting to realize like, it's why we're all depressed. Cause we're constantly getting dopamine hits from our phone mm-hmm. and we're never allowing ourselves to feel down. So then we can't actually feel up. Mm-hmm. It sounds really like kind of philosophical and like made up, but, but like, it's like, it's actually starting to come in and be like, yeah, uh, a law of nature, which reminds me of like a hangover. You can't mm-hmm. just like go there's out. A pa- there's and, a payoff. Yeah. yeah a trade off and a payoff. And it feels literally worked into like physics and the laws of nature, which I think is so cool. It's like why life is so interesting. Anyways, I was gonna talk about Gatorade tasting better if you're dehydrated because people claim that. Like that it's quenching. Oh, that's even listed. It's like quenching on Gatorade bottles. That's such a good word. But it's not a scientific word, interestingly. Like you can't measure quenchability because you quench your thirst 
when you're thirsty. Oh my God, you know when you're so thirsty and drink water and it's like you come. It's so good. Yeah, but you know what's weird? When I'm hungover, I actually hate drinking water. I ha- I make myself, but it, I, it's not the same as my, you know, stop drinking water before three hours before bed and then I'm desperate for water. It feels well, so good. there is like extreme. I don't think you're extremely dehydrated when you're hungover. You're probably surprisingly hydrated because yeah. you are good at drinking water. But there is like a symptom of dehydration really badly is that you like don't want water. Like when you got past the uh, threshold, which is yeah. like so dangerous and scary. But obviously that's But not, I don't think that's, that's where that. you're at. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so like people tend to think that they that Gatorade tastes better when you're dehydrated. And there are some scientific back theories about how your saliva is a lot saltier when you're dehydrated. Uh-huh. So even water tastes different. And like that hmm. could partially be why when you're so dehydrated, it tastes so good because your saliva is really salty. And then they were kind of like, if that theory goes with Gatorade, that the salty saliva could actually make it taste sweeter. Hmm. That's cool. Because it's like, the baseline is different in your mouth. Yeah, it's not it's not scientifically proven. It's just a doctor talking about like we know well, your saliva is saltier. What I will say though is when water severely quenches my thirst, quote unquote, it's not the taste. It's like the feeling it going yeah. down. Like it's just like the sensation. But it feels so good. But that is a kind of like what taste is. It's a I sensation. Guess it's part of it. But it's not like I'm going like you know when you like drink chocolate milk or. Coca-Cola yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like mm, you could just like sometimes something that tastes good you want to leave in your mouth but when I'm thirsty I just I want it I don't want to have it in my mouth I want it like down yeah, the hatch but I still feel like to me I'm like is that the best taste I've ever tasted it's the best feeling yeah maybe not the best but you know feeling, what I mean I'm like best feelings I'm like Coca-Cola hurts my throat and it's too sweet yeah but that but I taste it mm-hmm. but it's like for some reason, I'm like, I don't know how to describe it, but when I'm so thirsty and drinking water, I'm like, this is you know maybe the is? best taste There's another had. sense. You know, we have like taste, smell, but then you have like pain, no susception things. There's another no freaking sense. No, we're going to find, we're going to discover this. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Master students, here like, we go. It's like, yeah, this is um part of drinks research. Yeah. D-R-I-N-C. And there's something like in the esophagus down the throat that there's a sensation when you're thirsty that's being triggered. And we just don't know what it's called yet. Yeah, you're right. It's going to come in 2033. Feels so good and nothing else feels like that. 2033 and it's going to be discovered by Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to start selling they're everyone market water. The they're going to be like, like Dasani Best when dehydrated. Yeah, and they're going to write quench all over their disgusting Oh, but 2020, 2033 is like when the water is gone. Yeah, so. well, duh, that's what I mean. They're going to be like, oh, by the way, we have all the water. And we, got, <laughs> we just found out you have this other sense. Why don't you buy it from us? Uh, so scary. Also, it literally smells like absolute garbage. Yeah, like it's like, getting stronger. You had to have I did not <laughs> fart, and I hate that word. But I am like, I am convinced that we're gonna open that door, and it will definitely be because it's of not that. that. I hate that you're saying it's not that. Now we're in an absolute. Fight. <laughs> it's not bad. Okay, there was one other thing I was gonna say about all this. Damn it! Oh, it was like about the idea of Gatorade. Like, if you should take it or not after a workout. No, yeah, it's right. absolutely gone. But mm. um, but I do like, I do feel weird because my study made me kind of think that I might have Gatorade. No, because oh, the study oh, wa- this was what it was. It was literally that I shouldn't have Gatorade because it's like water comes out of the tap. Gatorade's in a plastic freaking bottle and costs three dollars. Yeah, sorry, that's and it's it was. It was full like, what of am I doing? sugar that you don't necessarily need. Yeah, and it's like you can do this. Like there are packets that if you just want electrolytes that are like unflavored and stuff, you could put into your water from your tank. Yeah, I more just mean like socioeconomically not supporting Coca-Cola. It's like, yeah, just drink water and eat a banana and like a bit of table salt and like go off. Yeah, that was, that. I was like, what was I trying to say? It was like, oh, I think it's that I want to drink more Gatorade. Then I was like, oh wait, no, it's actually the the complete opposite because it costs money. And it's just a waste of resources. Yeah, like truly the plastic. If you don't need it. Even the plastic is like so thick. Yeah, and there, you know, there's even been controversy over the years about the dye color. You know how? That, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That, I mean, it's like controversial because many studies are like it's perfectly healthy, and many are like, well, it's kind of risky, but especially for kids and stuff. Yeah, but, but it's like, why not drink the obscenely light blue thing? Like, yeah, like yeah. let's drink the clear liquid that comes out of my tap. Water is magical. Well, it's the most important nutrient. Is that? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's it? how like so many, like three of the studies I read started with the most important nutrient in your body is water. It's like, <laughs> okay, fine. True. Because people don't think about it as a nutrient. Totally. Because it's just flowing, flowing, flowing. You do. You have seven liters of it a day. I don't. Every time I pee, it's Tropicana orange juice. And I'm like, I need more water. And I drink less than you. And every time I pee, it's just like fully clear. Yeah. Just so like, I think I'm we're both absorbing anything. I think we're both sick. No, what? But in I, different ways. We just you have, have hyponatremia and I have hypernatremia. No, but I eat so much salt. I think I'm meant to. I oh. think I'm, I crave salt because I need it. Because if I don't, if I drink water in the morning... With before food, it fully just comes out. I swear, not a drop of it goes into. Yeah, me. well, that's why like all those like health influencers drag them all to hell because they're always like, when I wake up, water, lemon, and a bit of pinch of salt. <laughs> like there are people who like that's what they say. I don't think the salt would make a big difference for me though. But I could. Try. Well, you just said like just think of everything we just said. No, I know. It's like do it because that is part of why I'll people start putting a pinch of salt in my coffee and the lemon. I'm not putting lemon. Well, just join the health influencer call and do it and see if all of a sudden you're like, wow, it absorbed. I just have an overactive bladder. Yeah. No, that's absolutely for sure. You can't drive anywhere without being like, gotta pee. And it's like, <laughs> okay. Okay. That was fun. Yeah. I actually, I actually had fun for once. No, I'm like, I actually like <laughs> did a full 360 and like, I thought I was going to want I thought I was going to end by being like, I'm going to get Gatorade when I work out for more than an hour. And now I'm like, I'm not. It is a weird, sickening thing, though, that the way that marketing works is like, I do want a Gatorade now, even though, yeah. like, intellectually, I'm like, I don't want that. Also, Gatorade over Powerade, again, because of the nozzle. I haven't seen a Powerade in, like, a decade. It's, like, kind of, like, probably owned by Pepsi, and it's, but like, But maybe sad. it's there. I just, I, I feel like I don't Pepsi see Pepsi lost the Super Bowl. It's, like, now what do you have? Maybe they, oh. You know what I mean? It's, so like. So who has it? Apple. <laughs> Remember, like Rihanna's was like Aww, so yeah. drone yeah. and like smooth and like Apple. Yeah, I know. I, we don't need to feel any sympathy for Pepsi. Yeah, like, there's some billionaire on a yacht who's like, I'm the have the smallest yacht, or like my <laughs> yacht's smaller than Coca Cola's yacht. But it's like actually kind of funny because I bet Pepsi's Powerade. That's not a fact, but yeah. And okay, last thing, quench the word. Let me look it up. You quench always goes with Sprite for me. And it actually has fooled me as a full-blown, like, intellectual adult. I'm like, I'm thirsty. I'm at the movie theater. I'm going to get something quenching, like a Sprite. And then the second I taste it, I'm like, this is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> There's nothing quenching. Like, but, but it's you know, they, of all of them, I think Sprite is the most quenching. But, but it does you're, hurt sometimes. You're, I'm just proving I'm my point. I'm a child of the 90s. You're proving my point, which is that they marketed it so well. Same with Nestea. The Nestea Plunge, that marketing you're campaign. Gonna, you're going to die when I tell you what's next. Who owns Pepsi? <laughs> Who owns Pepsi? Bad Bunny. <laughs> sorry, finish your thought. I'm really sorry. No, the Nesty Plunge worked. It was like, I always was like, I'm going to get some sugarless quenching oh, drink yeah. and I'm going to fall backwards into a pool. <laughs> and then I drink Nesty like, and I'm like, this is just, tastes absolutely <laughs> sugary. Okay, who owns it? Okay. Powerade is owned by Coca-Cola. Okay. Gatorade Weird. is owned by Pepsi. No way! <laughs> Oh my God! Slay all day, guys. Okay, so, so I, that's where they're holding all their wow. stuff. Wow. <laughs> so now I am like, we do need to save the Super Bowl. Everyone, you should drink Gatorade. <laughs> wow, they did something right for wow. once because they didn't put the suck dick nozzle, which is so smart. Even as a gay kid, I didn't want to suck a. Are Powerade you sure Powerade nozzle. always has? Suck yes, dick? I'm sure. I remember. I want to look. Powerade, Powerade is but suck nozzle. No, I'm sure they have some that don't have that. I'm sure they do too, but like. Oh, my, they my, look like they mostly have the same. In my experience, Coca-Cola, the disgusting corporation, made <laughs> us little gays suck, 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 suck. <laughs> the gay agenda? It's like, look over, look out, bud light. I think like, some are twist caps, but you're right. A lot of them look like suck caps. But they're so stupid suck cap. It's like, yeah. you want me to suck truly to all hell until my face is blue in order to yeah. get the blue liquid? Stupid. Okay. Also, so much plastic. Yeah, and there's like plastic wrapped I around the I remember being like, mine's like they didn't cut the nozzle. Like mine's actually not coming out. And then it's like <laughs> some fucking bully was like, you gotta suck harder, bitch. And I was like, oh, and then I'd suck harder and I'd get it out and be like, that's insane. <laughs> Who did they invent that? Okay, we gotta stop talking yeah. about this, right? Okay. But like next, I'm we, just like thinking about like, does any other drink have that like, <laughs> like kind of no? And it's sensation? like Coca Cola, like. 
Fucking go away. That's so weird. Our next um, episode is going to be about suck nozzles suck and the nozzles. physics of suck nozzles. I want to know. Yeah. It's a buildup of pressure, I guess. But uh, I'm like, I feel like something else has to use that that I'm not thinking of. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like a scientific, like weird, like physical, like hydration, <laughs> like insane, like valve in like a condo building. <laughs> okay. Okay. Pause. Well, thanks for listening. See you uh, next week. Pause. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.